Welcome to the teaching ministry of Steve Franklin. Steve's calling is to coach champions in the kingdom of God. Our prayer for you as you listen to this word of encouragement and instruction is that you'll be built up in your faith and encouraged to take the next step in your development as one of God's true champions. Here's Steve. I want to talk to you today as your pastor. Many in our congregation are going through great difficulties. Storms have hit their lives. Storms, just like in the natural, come in many different forms. Sometimes it's relational between you and somebody you love, somebody important in your life. Sometimes it's physical, an attack in your body. Sometimes it's financial and has to do with your business and the operational needs that you have. Sometimes it's mental oppression and depression. Storms come in many different ways. There's no one set way that a storm hits your life. And a lot of times when a storm does hit your life, You're consumed with disappointment, sometimes confusion, many times exhaustion, many times you're mentally and emotionally oppressed, very weary. I've been through every one of these, and I know it's real. Why is that true? When a storm hits your life of any kind, why is it that all of these things begin to manifest? The disappointment, the confusion, even the anger, the exhaustion. Why is that? Understand that when a storm of any kind hits your life, your mind is an expert forecaster. But this expert forecaster called your mind most of the time gets it wrong. When a storm hits your life, your mind will immediately begin to take you through scenarios that you don't want to happen. Scenarios of pain, scenarios of of destruction, scenarios of loss. Your mind will always forecast, if you just leave it alone, if you just leave your mind alone, your mind will always forecast a result that you don't want. And then, because you are a soul, your emotions respond to what your mind is forecasting. Your emotions will begin to feel anger or pain or fear or anxiety Whatever it is that your mind is forecasting, your emotions have the tendency, if they're not checked, your emotions have the tendency to line up with what your mind is forecasting. And your mind will forecast all kinds of things. Your mind will forecast things that other people have experienced. How many of you know you're not other people? And you need to remind yourself of that. Your mind will forecast 
Not only what you see and hear from others, but your mind will forecast things that you've never seen before when you're trying to go to sleep at night, laying there at two in the morning. Your mind will forecast scenarios that you don't want to happen. Can I tell you something? Even if they did, God is still your God. He has not forsaken nor left you. And you will be brought through anything that you have to go through. But the problem is that we, we, we just allow our mind to do all the forecasting instead of allowing our spirit man, where the Holy Spirit lives, where the Word of God is alive and active. We don't let our spirit make the forecast. We let our mind do it. Our minds have to be brought into submission by an act of our will to the truth of the Word of God. Not how you feel, not what somebody else experienced, but we have to, in, in the midst of a storm, when the storm hits, the most, thing, the most important thing to do is to get your bearings. You got to find out where you are and put the anchor down. If you don't, that storm will destroy the boat. Don't let your mind become the main player. Listen to your spirit man. Get hold of what God says and get your bearings. So today, I want to tell you, church, that here are some things to get your bearings when you're going through this time that is full of confusion. It's full of disappointment. It's full of fatigue. It's full of any number of things that create a storm. Get your bearings. Number one, remind yourself that God is good. All the time. Let's look at Isaiah 54, beginning with verse 10. For the mountains shall depart and the hills be removed, but my kindness that flows out of my love shall not depart from you, nor shall my covenant of peace be removed says the Lord who has mercy on you. You've got a covenant of peace. There is someone bearing witness on the inside of you and on the outside through his word that you can rest in peace knowing that the final outcome is in his hands and he has already decided it and it is in your favor. God is good. He is working all things for good. God is faithful. I love the prayer of Nehemiah recorded for us in the book of Nehemiah when Nehemiah in a time of great turmoil and great magnificent pressure when he didn't seem to have the resources he needed to carry out what, he, what God was asking him to do. Nehemiah cried out and said, Morning by morning, every morning, new mercies I see. Great is thy faithfulness. When you don't know how you're going to pay, when you don't know how you're going to get through, when you don't know how you're going to go through another day, you need to stand before God and say, great is thy faithfulness. Get your bearings. God is good. God is faithful. If... He asks you, listen, if he asks you to go through something 
instead of being delivered out of it. If he asks you to go through it, you can trust him. You can trust him. If he asks you to go through it, just keep making the next right step. You can trust him. The Word says He will never ask you to go through anything, temptation, trials, whatever, that you can't handle. Get your bearings. Your Father is, in, is hopelessly in love with you. God, give us greater revelation of agape love. 1 John 4, 8 and 16 says, God is, His character is there is no way you can separate the character of God from unconditional, unrelenting love. Did you know that even the hairs of your head are numbered? Did you know that your Father knows every bird that falls across the whole universe? How much more does He care for you? Your Father absolutely adores you. And when you're going through all these trials, ask the Holy Spirit to remind you, my, my, God is in love with me. Romans 5.5 5 says that the love of God has been poured out in our heart by the Holy Spirit. It's not out there somewhere, it's in here. If God is for you, who can dare be against you? You will prevail. Are you getting it so far? Yes. You getting your bearings? Everybody say it with me. Mighty God, I declare today that you're good all the time, regardless of what I see or feel or hear. I declare that you are good. I declare that you are faithful. Nothing would ever keep you from being faithful to me. And I declare today, in line with your word, Great is your faithfulness towards me. And mighty God, give me revelation of your love poured out in my heart by the Holy Spirit. Thank you that you are absolutely in love with me. And therefore, you want only the best for me in my life. Get your bearings. What else do we do? Understand that God is in control of the ultimate outcome. And if God is in control of the ultimate outcome and he is hopelessly in love with you and he's faithful, you always win. It's a win-win situation. God is in control of the ultimate outcome. How many of you know this? That sometimes you see and hear men and women make judgments and make decisions. Can I tell you something? Nothing is permanent unless God says it is. I don't care if it's a physician or a judge or a friend. Whatever it is, nothing is permanent unless God says it is. Everything that you see is subject to change. That which is unseen, the faithfulness of God, the Word of God, the love of God, it is all not subject to change. God is in ultimate control of the final outcome of everything. On those days and nights, when I couldn't hear the Lord say anything, 
when I'd walk out at night, sometimes from midnight to two o'clock in the morning, somewhere in there, and I'd cry out to God and feel like nothing was stirring. Nobody was listening. You ever been there? If you hadn't, you're dead and don't know it. (laughs) On those times when I would say to God, when I would cry out, sometimes I would leave Brookwood Hospital and I would come over and I would find in my, in my room there, my office, I would find a whole bunch of people waiting to receive mercy and I'd fall to receive teaching. I'd fall on the floor sometimes. And I would say to the Lord, I can't do this. I can't even walk across the hall and face them. I don't have anything. And every time... When I didn't even think I could walk across the hall, if I would just put one foot in front of another, when I got up there, I would be strengthened with everything I would need. Then I would go home some nights. Dina might be at the hospital. I'd go home at night, and I would, I would get on my knees to pray, and sometimes two or three hours later, I would wake up and find myself on the floor somewhere. You know what your pastor's trying to tell you? There are times when you don't feel like you're getting any answers from God. But I want you to never forget this. No great champion of faith ever escapes this life without going through the season called, My God, why have you forsaken me? Now that's not popular preaching. But the good news about it is, it's a season. And God is in control of the final outcome. And He is hopelessly in love with you. Recognize that whatever you see, God is in ultimate control. Look at chapter 55 of Isaiah. Look at verse 8 and verse 9. Here's what the Lord showed me as I cried out for understanding in my situation. For my thoughts, verse 8, 55 of Isaiah in verse 8, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. You didn't really plan on this storm. You'd rather not it happened this way. My thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. You know what the Lord's trying to say? You're seeing from a lateral view. I'm seeing from a top-down view, and I see all things perfectly. You see things skewed, not complete, not total. You know what it eventually gets down to, church? Do you trust Him? There are some times when the greatest test of your life is going to happen during a storm and you're going to have to decide, do I trust Him? He says in Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, 
Trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean on your own ability to understand. How many of you can say, Pastor, I am and I have been where I couldn't have any ability to understand? If you're bent, if your inner man is bent toward always wrestling every problem to the ground, always having a solution that you have thought out for and planned for and got it under control. All of those things can be beneficial in certain venues, but when storms hit your life, you're inevitably going to be put in a place to where you don't get it. And you're going to have to decide, do I trust in the Lord with all my heart? That child that never seems to listen or come back that, that person who always seems to have it against you. That ongoing carry of sickness that you know you've been redeemed from but can't seem to get the manifestation of. Listen, sometimes, are you listening to me? I told Joe this week. Sometimes the suffering of a believer. Sometimes the suffering of a believer is not just the rejection of the world for his testimony. Sometimes the greatest suffering of a believer is when you know and believe that God has done certain things on your behalf, but you can't seem to get the manifestation of it in your circumstances. The waiting, the pain, the confusion... Sometimes I believe that that is part of the suffering the Bible talks about when he says that there is not only the power of the resurrection, there is the fellowship of his sufferings. Is that biblical? Well, I know this. Jesus said, I could call legions of angels to deliver me from this hour. But I'm going to do what my father has designed for me to do and what had my father designed for me to do to walk through it there's another side to it my father has designed for me to walk through it if I call these angels down to deliver me I will fail to see and experience the higher purpose of God if I get delivered, I won't get developed. And if I get delivered, I can't deliver to those who are under my influence what my Father wants to do. I don't understand all that. But I believe there's biblical grounds when the so many times you say, well, Pastor, how could God get glory from suffering? Hadn't you read the New Testament? <laughs> Hadn't you read the life of Jesus? God is in control. Can I tell you something? Knowing that God is in control of the ultimate outcome and your life is in His hands. Remember this, ownership always trumps benefits. You got all kinds of benefits as a believer. But the Bible says, do you not know 
that you've been bought with a price. You belong to God. Ownership always trumps benefits. But always remember this, that if you see a benefit in the Word of God that belongs to you, you ought to stand and fight the fight of faith until it is totally out of your hands. Do you hear me? There are things you don't understand. It's like the Lord told me one one uh, of those Tuesdays. You don't know everything. You don't know everything that transpired between Bryant and me. You don't know all of my purposes. You're just going to have to trust me. Now, I've gotten revelation as the years gone by on a few things. But some things are still rested in the trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean on your own understanding. Here's what I do know. If the Lord asks you to go through something that he could deliver you from, there is a much higher purpose and plan that is going to bring him glory. Romans 8, 28 says this, and you all know it. God causes, how many? All things to work together for good. Now, are all things good? Absolutely not. Don't blame all things on God. He's not the author of evil. God orchestrates what he doesn't initiate. He can conduct and weave things together that have not originated with him because he is sovereign and almighty. He's bigger than the world, bigger than the flesh, bigger than the devil combined. Recognize this, that if the Lord asks you to go through something, he will never forsake nor leave you. His love never diminishes. He is always faithful to you. And he always has the final results in his hands. And if you're in his hands, you have the victory. And the last thing that I have on the back of your outline is never forget grace. (laughs) Grace is God's favor and ability. Do you know that God's grace is greater than any decision anybody can make about you? Do you really think that the final outcome of your situation is in the hands of another man or is it in the hands of God? God's grace is bigger than my sin, than your sin. God's grace is bigger than any decision any person can make that has anything to do with you. God's favor and ability is the greatest force on earth because it flows out of the love of God. God's grace. So if you're going through a mighty storm, don't forget to get the bearing of grace and always repeat to yourself, I am in a grace place. I am in a place of favor and ability. I have, regardless of what I think or say or feel, I am in a grace place. My Father holds me in a place of grace. And His grace is bigger than this storm.
Are you ready? Stand on your feet with me. Go before the Lord in your heart and make this confession with me. Mighty God, in the name of Jesus, I declare today you are greater than this storm. You know I'm weary. I'm confused. I am angry. I am anything out of order in my own self. But I declare today that I belong to you. And I believe that you are seeing this storm. You're greater. You're bigger. You have already entered into all my tomorrows and won the victory on my behalf. So I declare today that you're good all the time. You are faithful, faithful to me. You are love. Absolutely. I am your love child. I am the focus of your love. In the name of Jesus, I declare that you are in control of the final outcome. So I rest today in your grace, your favor, your ability works for me, works with me, comes in behind me, and I prevail by Jesus my Lord. And I declare today that there is no weapon that is formed against me that can prosper, that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall separate me from the love of God in Christ Jesus, my Lord. If God is for me, who can be against me? I will prevail by the resurrection blood of Jesus Christ, my Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Father, we declare today, I pray for all of these, your people who are in the storms. Thank you, it's but for a season. When you said to your disciples, go to the other side, you say, let us go to the other side. We thank you that you're in the boat right now with those who are in storms. Thank you that you have already decreed that they will get to the other side safely when the winds come and the rains beat and when there are voices of fear all around oh Holy Spirit minister mightily to them in this hour of crisis enable them to get their bearings knowing that because you've prevailed, they will also. Thank you that you've heard our cries of weakness. Thank you you've heard our cries of desperation. You've even heard our cries of why have you forsaken us? We confess today in the light of your word and your eternal faithfulness, it only feels that way. 
it only looks that way. We declare with the eyes of faith that the truth is that you've never left us for one second, that you've never forsaken us, that you've seen the end from the beginning, and that if you ask us to walk through anything, you are right there with us more than we need for any issue that we walk through. Anybody here today who can say, oh, I've walked through vicious, vicious storms. Sometimes I had my doubts, but I know my God delivered me. Anybody here who can say that? Raise your hand. Oh, we praise the Lord for the victory. For our closing song today, you know the next invitation I give will be the first one, and that'd be all right. But I want us to sing a song of victory here today. Victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. You can access more of Steve Franklin's teachings online at www.sfmin.com.